This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. From the diamond to the clubhouse to the front office, this is the show that feeds the passion for all Twins fans. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Quick Trip. For all your grocery essentials, plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded chicken, Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered. Well, welcome to another edition of Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Quick Trip. For all your grocery essentials, plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken. Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered, and we have you covered today on a full Sunday of programming. We'll start here with Inside Twins, looking behind the curtain with Twins general manager Thad Levine. Then we've got our pregame lineup card. We'll be joined by Alex Hassan with a minor league update there. And then, of course, baseball as the Twins try to salvage one in Kansas City. We welcome Thad now into the conversation, and Thad, Quarter poll of the season. Hard to believe. We've played 25% of this season's scheduled games. The good news is Twins are in first place. You've had no positive COVID tests. You've played every game on your schedule. Those are all good things and things that we can't necessarily take for granted or say are the same for everybody around baseball. Uh, you, you, you say 25%. To me, it feels like we've only played just 15 games. That's what it feels like. It's just been a blink of the eye. It's a you know, it's been an incredible start to the season. Uh, you know, certainly the narrative at large has been health and, uh, you know, certainly send our, our feelings towards the, the Miami Marlins and St. Louis Cardinals who aren't in quite as fortuitous a position in terms of games played so far. You know, I think the positive news is that we're one of the 28 teams that really has not been bitten uh, by this situation so far. I think our group internally has been very vigilant led by our, our, our team leaders and our veterans of the club who really have uh, tried to intimate to, to the players that we're only as strong as our weakest link, i.e. the person who takes this the least seriously. And I think our guys thus far have risen to the occasion. Now now turning our attention to the baseball side of things, which unfortunately we, we haven't been able to talk about quite as, as frequently as we'd like relative to the pandemic. You're sitting here at, at 10 and 5, 15 games in and, in first place and you know what we deem to be a very competitive American League Central uh, is a great spot to be in and and I give our our players a ton of credit for being able to keep their focus on the field uh, the early the early story of this team and you know maybe slightly surprising to some of our fans not to the people who are inside our walls is just how effective our pitching has been uh, really up and down the line our, our bullpen has been excellent our starting rotation has been very consistent especially in light of some significant injuries that we've been weathering really ever since the inception of the season. And let's start there because you talk about health, and I guess it's a silver lining that when we talk about health issues for your club, it's it's baseball injuries and not uh, COVID issues. Hill, Bailey, Odorizzi, each just one start, each nine different starters in 15 games. I know it's a short season, Thad, but how sustainable is this revolving door in your rotation, and what is the foreseeable future show in terms of the return of some of these guys? 
Well, you know, I, I think it speaks to the depth we have in, in our pitching. You, you mentioned that we've had nine starters. Typically, that's synonymous with the wheels coming off for your team. If you've had nine starters in, in 15 games, in our case, uh, you know, one of those starters was, was albeit Tyler Clippard in, in what was an opener type game. But we've, we've really gotten some really solid performances out of these guys up and down the line. Uh, the fact that we have three starts out of three-fifths of our rotation and, and Jake Odorizzi, Homer Bailey, and Rich Hill, and we're still sitting in first place, is, is real, really a testament to the strength of the staff up and down. I think the, the bullpen has been excellent, uh, by and large, with very few exceptions when given a lead, you know, whether it be the fifth or sixth inning or, or the ninth inning, they've been able to lock it down. And then our offense has done, done enough to win baseball games. So it's been a real balanced approach for us so far. Certainly not ideal. You know, we, we had hoped we were going to be a little bit more healthy in the rotation. Uh, that was going to be a stabilizing factor. We, like so many teams, fell prey to the notion of, well, we've got five starters healthy because Rich Hill is ready to go, and then what are we going to do uh, with you know guys like uh, Devin Smeltzer and Randy Dobnak and, and Thorpe, and then what were we going to do when Michael Pineda came back? We have this embarrassment of riches of, of all these starting pitchers, and then lo and behold, you blink your eyes and – Odorizzi wasn't able to start this season, and now Homer Bailey and Rich Hill are on the DL. So I think all these things do take care of themselves. The good news is that our scouts and player development uh, staffs have put us in a position where we do have some depth such that when these guys do miss starts, we don't have a precipitous drop-off from the talent level of the guy who is pitching versus the guy who he is replacing, and that's where I think the strength of this team has been so far. One thing that is going on this year because of the situation with the pandemic that, and there are many things that are different, that is different than a typical season is that we've seen teams, and I think you guys did it as well and as effectively as anybody last year. You use a guy up, he's not going to be available for a couple of days. You spin the carousel at your AAA affiliate and you bring up the next guy who's fresh and ready to go because you have talent that doesn't have that precipitous drop-off that you referenced, and you have options. Now, with travel considerations, boy, as a general manager, Thad, that's not really on the table as much, isn't it? You have to be much more thoughtful in terms of just literally how you physically get players from one place to another. Uh, without question, I, you know, I, I think we have general faith in commercial air travel, but we are trying to avoid it if we can. You know, we are trying to be as vigilant as we possibly can to the rules and protocols that were established by Major League Baseball and the Players Association and we, we are trying to minimize it to the best extent we can of having COVID enter our community. I think we just have witnessed uh, how much it can just run roughshod through your organization from following the Miami situation, from following the St. Louis Cardinals situation. You know, it starts as one or two positives. And then, uh, boy, it seems as if once it's in your community, it just it just starts uh, metastasizing across the across your players and staff and so we're trying to do everything we can to avoid that so to your point uh, one thing that major league baseball has done which i think has been very helpful is it's extended our rosters so we have 28 players right now at our disposal we had 30 for the first two weeks uh, and then furthermore we also now have the ability to carry five additional players with us on what is called a taxi squad to help service the team and what they are allowed to do is eliminate uh, the need to jump on a, a commercial airline and get out to your team and be exposed to, uh, you know, a little bit more of the general population. They get to stay within our, you know, bubble such as it is as we're traveling around uh, the central divisions to try to win baseball games. And so we have five additional players with us. 
So in the event that you just described, usually that next line of defense is sitting right there in the hotel with us, and we don't have to have them uh, jump across the United States to get to the game. Yeah, and then you guys get to walk that fine line of, okay, short-term fix. We need them available. We've got a lot of prospects who mean a lot to our organization moving into the future, developing in St. Paul, and now you're juggling – uh, on a on a on a triply basis, I guess, uh, short term fix versus potential long term fix. And, and I think you just illuminated what has been one of the biggest challenges associated with this season. With without having a minor league season to complement the major league season, uh, we are one of those teams. We we liked our stable of prospects at AAA, but a lot of the players that we have practicing day in and day out in St. Paul were players who finished the season at AA last year. Some even who finished in in high A. And so to try to continue to develop them uh, in concert with uh, preparing that unit of players in St. Paul for the eventuality that they may need to come up and help us, it's tough to do both simultaneously. And so we, like so many teams out there, will inevitably be confronted at some point this season uh, with the concept of are we going to contemplate who has yet to throw an inning in AAA or, or have one plate appearance in AAA uh, there may be a time where that is the best player to, to come help us win at the major league level, uh, but that flies in the face of what we would normally do with with regards to the respect we have for player development. All of those guys were on a nice trajectory, uh, but part of their player plans certainly was contingent upon them going to AAA and, and accomplishing a few things. Uh, this is such a unique season that you're having con- you'll be confronted with those decisions at some point. Uh, in a normal season, these these guys would be starting the year at AA, hopefully matriculating to AAA at some point, and then options for your team maybe around this time in the season, uh, but but with the expectation that we were much deeper into their minor league season at that time. Yeah, great insight from General Manager Thad Levine. We'll step aside here, take our first break on Inside Twins. Much more still to come, including hopefully an update on the health of Josh Donaldson is just around the corner. It's Inside Twins, brought to you by Quick Trip. We're back in a moment on your home for Twins baseball. Back once again on Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Quick Trip for all your grocery essentials plus hot food. That includes pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken. Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered, and Thad Levine has you covered with all the news you need to get ready for a full Sunday of baseball here on Inside Twins. Let's talk Josh Donaldson, Thad, again, uh, a guy who has had calf issues throughout his career. Uh, He's on the bench right now and sidelined. We went through some workouts in Kansas City the other day. What can you tell us about where he is uh, in his uh, physical state and also, as we've alluded to, it's not like you can send him out on a rehab. You'd have to, I guess, just send him across town. What is the plan for Josh? So J- Josh has been diagnosed officially with a grade one strain of his calf. And uh, in the, the, the grand scheme of things from a medical standpoint, grade one is the most mild. So that's the best news for, for us. It's the best news for Josh, and it's the best news for our fans. Uh, we, we expect that he'll be down for a couple days here, after which point, if he's asymptomatic, we'll be able to ramp him up pretty quickly. The good news with Josh, as you referenced, he has had this injury before. It was more significant before. <clears throat> so he is very familiar with how his body responds to this and proper rehab protocols. Another thing which is a, a blessing for us is when he had this injury before, once again, when it was more significant, he saw a specialist right here in Minneapolis. So when we're at home, he's able to work with this person directly uh, when he's on the road with the team, he's getting hands-on care from our complete medical staff. 
Uh, one of the beauties of Josh Donaldson, to the extent fans haven't gotten as much exposure to him, he's one of those types of guys who can contribute to the team even when he's not playing. His attention to detail, uh, his preparation, and his standards of excellence are so high, and I think he really imparts that upon, upon the team. Uh, it's not to diminish the fact that I think he's massively frustrated that he's not able to get out there and help our team win games, uh, but I do think he's doing his part even in the context of not being able to be in the lineup right now. Speaking of massively frustrated, Mitch Garver is very frustrated at the plate right now. We've saw him have some great at-bats the last couple of days, working a walk after falling behind 0-2 as part of a big rally, hitting some balls hard. Do you see a breakout coming from Mitch in terms of what you're seeing from his swing right now? So I, I think one thing that we've got to realize, that there's so many different elements to the season. One thing that is kind of tried and true in baseball and we may be seeing this both with, with Mitch and with Luis Arias moment in time, is just these guys really came out and had exceptional seasons last year. They did things that, uh, in Mitch's case, he had never done in the big leagues before. In Luis's case, he was new to, new to the scene. And, you know, the old adage is that the, the hitters do, or the, the rookie typically does have an advantage. And then we've become so sophisticated in our advanced scouting uh, that usually the, the team counter punches. And so, the, the best players continue to evolve and always stay one step ahead of the advanced scouts. So I think that's part of what we're seeing with Mitch and, and Luis right now is just the league responding to them. They, they're taking those two hitters extremely seriously when they're at the plate, not to say they were minimizing them before, but when you have as vaunted a lineup as the Minnesota twins had in 2019 and again in 2020, uh, pitchers do have to have a mental reprieve at some point. Well, they're sure as heck not having that when it comes to Mitch Garver's at-bats or Luis Arias's. Uh, Mitch Garver, my observation, too, is he's just in one of those ruts right now where he seems to be in pitcher's counts all the time, quite often in 0-2 counts. And so it leaves a hitter a little bit defensive. But I, I think we also have to recognize I, in the context of a season, we in the front office would never over-evaluate a 30- to 40-plate appearance stretch for, for a hitter. And that's really mostly what all these guys have had so far. So I think Mitch is, you know, a couple a couple good games away from just riding the ship and getting right back out there. We see quality in his at-bats, as you referenced earlier. We, we share that sentiment with you. And we think it's just a matter of time before he breaks out. 15 of the last 16 runs your club has scored have come on home runs. Miguel Sano, all of his hits have been extra base hits. Is it something with Tommy Watkins? No one wants to hang out at first base with Tommy. Are, are we down on Tommy at first, or do we even need a first base coach? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Miguel was uh, jealous of what Joey Gallo did last year when he, for so long, had more extra base hits than singles. Uh, I think all that stuff's going to level out. Uh, you know, we were just. I think we realized that you know the, the the short ramp up to get to get ready has had different impacts on different guys, and I think fans, it, to the extent they can appreciate this. You know, we're, we're just a couple weeks into the season, but this would be about when this team would break for, for the regular season based upon the summer camp plus the games we've played so far. So I think we're going to start seeing guys uh, lock in a little bit more at the plate. I think we're going to see pitchers being able to go a little bit deeper in games. We're going to see relievers able to be used a little bit more frequently. Uh, because keep in mind, I, I think the, the length of the ramp up coupled with the anxiety, which I think is a very personal journey for each and every one of our players. I don't think there's a single one of our players who has no anxiety about this. And there's some of our players who have a, you know increasing anxiety. I do think that's impacting performance to a certain degree. I think the lack of 
you know, the full ramp up is impacting performance. But right now we should be turning that corner. We should start seeing that the offense gel a little bit more. Uh, we, we all are waiting for that to happen. We saw it the first weekend in Chicago, and I think we're waiting to see that, that group of guys explode again. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, anxiety levels or comfort levels, routine. Even just getting to Kansas City, the routine changed again in terms of even some more stringent restrictions uh, applied by the league. So this is a whole new experience for this club, even though they have been on the road for some extent of time here in 2020. Thad Levine is our guest. Insightful, as always, on Inside Twins. We have one final segment with Thad. We'll step aside, come back with that conversation next on your home for Twins Baseball. The Inside Twins is brought to you by Quick Trip for all your grocery essentials plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken. Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered. Thad, we talk a lot about communication, especially now, because things change so quickly and everybody has to be so nimble. When we hear about the players' union and the league making decisions like changing roster size or changing playoff formats, where do the GMs slot in on this? Is there ever a time where the 30 of you all get together and discuss matters or or have your opinions voiced? So what, it's a great question. What what Commissioner Manfred has done uh, to streamline communication with the GMs in specific is he has a council that he has created of some of the more uh, probably experienced general managers. They then in turn are charged with reaching out to a subset of other general managers so that all of our voices are bubbled up to the commissioner, but ultimately uh, his direct communication is coming in the form of conversations with five or six of the more senior uh, general managers in the game. And that's how he's gaining uh, some insights from from the GMs. I think he's doing something similar with team presidents, with team managers and team owners. And in aggregate, I think he feels like he's getting the counsel he needs to to then present ideas to the union and ultimately arrive at decisions as to how we should best progress the season. We see the Cardinals now with a a crazy bit of math to try to get all their 60 games in. Obviously, that's worst-case scenario when you miss a bunch of games. And obviously, teams that don't test positive can be affected with cancellations. You don't want to go down that road, but you guys have to be prepared for that sort of a doomsday-type scheduling scenario, don't you? I I think you you live every day with, with a little bit of a concern that you could be impacted, as you referenced. Surely, the Chicago Cubs weren't expecting to, to miss games. They now are collateral damage to the situation that St. Louis is, is trying to navigate. And I think it's, you know, it, it's inevitable that that may happen at some point. We're all shooting for 60 games. Uh, it will be interesting to see how many of us actually get there. Uh, you referenced it earlier in this, this, the previous segment that it could have some real impacts on, on the playoff scenarios. We, we have an expanded playoff format uh, you know, here two four, it was always easy to figure out who made the playoffs. It was the the teams who had the most wins. Well, we may be talking more about winning percentage uh, as a result of the fact that we may not all be able to play the same number of games. You know, you're hopeful that that doesn't ultimately impact the integrity of the playoffs, or certainly your path to making the playoffs. And so you you do the best you can to control your own destiny. Best way to do that is to win your division. Yeah, that seems to be the the clearest route, obviously, to get those home games in the postseason as well. As we tick down here on another edition of Inside Twins, and your group tries to get out of Kansas City with a victory, Uh, big talk about all these cardboard cutouts, right? We see Bo Jackson behind home plate in Kansas City. We got uh, Weekend at Bernie's uh, behind home plate as well. If Thad Levine is setting up his own section, your pass list of cardboard cutouts, uh, who's going to be sitting around you? Well, so I, I, that's a that's a, a, a solid question. I would say 
off the top of my head, the, the my first baseball games ever, I attended with my parents and my sister. So I would love to be sitting sitting with them for old time's sake. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, childhood heroes, Eddie Murray, Cal Ripken, maybe sitting sitting in that section. And then you know, some of the, the, the players and staff members who have become uh, you know, more than just colleagues, but friends throughout the years, I think would fill out the rest of my uh, section. And I, I'd be want to list all those people because I'd be fearful I'd forget a few. Yeah, you probably don't have a long enough pass list to get them all to get them all in the ball game. But we'll start there, and uh, and now you can you can go call your parents and tell them that you you did the right thing with that answer. Okay, I will. Thad, we appreciate it as always. Keep everybody healthy, stay safe, and uh, thanks for joining us with some insights into what you guys are dealing with behind the scenes as we watch your club deal with the Royals uh, out in front of the curtain for all to see. Appreciate your time. I appreciate it, and I hope everyone's uh, safe and healthy out there. That is the voice of Twins General Manager Thad Levine. This has been Inside Twins, brought to you by Quick Trip on your home for Twins baseball. You've been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Quick Trip. For all your grocery essentials, plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken, Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.